take two. <laughs> Not that you need to know it's take two. Um, in fact, what if I fuck this one up and this might be take? It might be a third take. It could be a fourth take. Um, I try not to. Uh, I try not to redo the intros. Um, but I just didn't feel the energy. I didn't feel the energy. I'm not sure if I feel it now, to be honest. Um, you're not giving me a lot. <laughs> Let me just readjust. All right, that's that's in the right spot. Um, <clears throat> Look, here's, um, first of all, <laughs> first of all, um, I pay my respects, would like to pay my respects to the custodians of these lands, um, that I am very, very fucking lucky, fortunate to live a very chill existence with a voice and a platform, uh, where so many people have been silenced before, the custodians of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Paying respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Um, I uh, released an album on Thursday, last Thursday. So this is recorded a week later. <clears throat> and the last episode I spoke on uh, the excitement of playing on stage, uh, the chaos of under being underprepared, um, uh, getting the excitement of playing with a band, and uh, I'll tell you what, it was fucking excellent. It was a fun time. I had a great time. Band fucking killed it. Um, and I really enjoyed, um, really enjoy the... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to dive into it. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I pause a recording because um, my brain stops working. And I give myself a, th- a second, a second. I give myself a second. And jump back in, um, but that one was just <laughs> listening back um, for the past thirty seconds, and just like a lot of lip smacking, a lot, of and uh, and then a lot. Of, uh, 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 I have nothing to fucking say. I enjoyed the uh, chaos of being up there. I enjoyed the same as with the podcast of you open your mouth and you just something's got to come out, which is which is funny for this segment, this little part right here, where I am uh, fumbling my words. And my brain is just um, uh, falling apart like an old car down an old dusty road. Uh, <laughs> but the excitement of getting on stage and not fully knowing what you're going to do. Like, I knew my lines. I knew my my raps, you know. Um, but then beyond that, like, the structure is all kind of free form for the most part. I have a rough idea, but, you know, there's a lot that can go wrong. But nothing that can go too wrong. Nothing that can go too wrong, which is good. Um, but yeah, just uh, working with them on stage, um, bouncing off their energy, seeing the smiling faces, one of the boys playing the instruments. Ah, it was a beautiful time. Really enjoyed the performance. Um, and I felt very comfortable. I felt far more comfortable than I expected. Um, I enjoy being a band leader. So hopefully there will be more of that. I know that, yeah, we're working on some tunes um, for the band rather than just myself. Um, so I think that's going to uh, kick into high gear at some stage. But then also, I'd like to chill for a bit. <laughs> but I wanted to talk... Um, I wanted to talk about the... Because I, I, I've done several episodes leading up to the release. 
this is a great little journal. This is a great little journal of this kind of process. I've done a lot of episodes talking about um, the lead up to dropping uh, the album. <clears throat> and in fact, the number of episodes I've done on it really kind of indicates kind of where it's going to, where this is going to go. Because um, as much preparation as I did to um, try and deal with the, yeah, the post-release blues, um, it hit, it hit real fucking hard, it hit real fucking hard, and it's eased off quickly, right, like, um, the, uh, the first two days after the album launch, to be frank, I was quite depressed, um, didn't want to do anything, um, had a bit of a cry on the couch, just felt a mixed bag of emotions, a lot of different things going on, and, um, I was wary of kind of talking about it in a sense because I was like, well, I don't want to sound like a um, ungrateful piece of shit. <laughs> um, but I think we, I think anyone who's put stuff out at any level, and this is a low level, <laughs> this is still, this is such a low level. The stakes are so low that I'm talking about, but um, <clears throat> there's. I think it's it's very overwhelming. There's so many, uh, yeah. Again, just like mixed emotions, and um, and I think that being is like the fact that y- I guess it's like being. In a, I guess it's like that. Um, people say don't read the comment section, and I don't think anyone um, listening or myself have uh, really any comments in our comment sections, right? But um, you know, if you hear uh, ten people give you praise. Nine give you if you if nine people give you praise and then one person give you criticism, you know which one you're going to be thinking about every single day for the rest of your life. <laughs> and so I felt that with the um, album launch, not that I got criticism, but rather I built up in my head a slightly more grandiose version of that gig. Um, in terms of. I mean, yeah, in terms of turnout and stuff like that, you know. Um, and so there was a number of faces that I had in my head that like, ah, they said they're coming, that's sick. Um, and, and, and then they didn't. And obviously it stings a little bit. Obviously it stings a little bit. Um, but I think the, but it's not about any individual. It's not about even the numbers, really, because, like, the numbers were good. And it's not about having good numbers in the room. It's about the fact that we killed the gig. And I'm genuinely, like, saying, like, it was a really fucking fun time on stage. I had a great fucking time on stage. <clears throat> I guess because I couldn't think about that. I was just thinking about what's the next song? What are we doing right now? Where are we taking this track? Um, it was very in the moment. Um, but prior to and after my brain was thinking, well, <laughs> was thinking about all the things that it wanted, that it wanted, that it might've fallen short of. Um, and whose fault is that? It's the, it's your own fucking head. <laughs> and I was thinking that like, <clears throat> I feel bad that, that it wasn't, uh, that it wasn't bigger and then I feel worse that I feel bad about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, um, 
dueling parts of my parts of my head. Definitely like yeah, one very loud version, one very loud voice is saying that was fucking sick. And look at all these people that came out. Then I have so many people supporting me, um, and it's really annoying <laughs> that that the part of your brain um, goes, oh, but it could have been bigger. Could have been bigger. Um, and it goes for, yeah, it goes for, uh, for anything. And I've talked about it plenty on here about the idea that you're putting out this, um, little piece of your soul out into the world. And it could be, um, a full album. It could be a book. It could be uh, a painting. It could be anything that you put out. It could be a comedy special. It could be an opera. It could be anything. <clears throat> And it could be to any scale. It could be a little drawing that you did and you put out online. Uh, and part of it is you're, you, are, you are looking, f- you want something. <laughs> I guess otherwise you wouldn't put it out. You want something. And it's really hard. And maybe it's impractical to even try to avoid um, expectations. Uh, you want a certain level, I assume. And we're certainly force fed that idea as well. Like that, um, that, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Spotify wrapped up is happening right now. I opened my phone and Spotify was like, hello, it's time to wrap up your year. <clears throat> and, um, and, uh, my favorite artist this year was Kenny Beats, followed closely by JPEG Mafia. Um, and, got me thinking because I saw, uh, an artist I follow on, um, social media, Blockhead, um, who's a fucking legendary producer, works with Aesop, uh, Aesop Rock, um, or, or has extensively in the past and, uh, also posts a lot of great memes, a little, uh, good collection of memes. And, um, he posted his wrapped up, which is fake. <laughs> he posted a fake wrapped up and I don't know what, I don't know actually what to make of it. Cause, um, uh, yeah, I don't know what the, what his goal was. I think, I mean, it's just a joke, but, um, it got me thinking that, uh, yeah, cause he, he said like, oh, look at this. I, I've only got 17, uh, listeners. <clears throat> and I looked on his thing on his Spotify cause it's like fucking no way. It's, this guy's huge, right? I mean, I know he's underground, but like he's big underground. And then I looked on his thing. He's got like, yeah, 300 thousand monthly listeners. <laughs> um, of course. Of course. Because I'm an idiot. Because I'm a dum-dum that I would even fall for that. But there was a momentary hope, I think. I've thought about that before. I've, I've seen other artists that I, that I follow that I really admire and then I look on their thing and they're like, 20,000. Like, 20,000? Like, that's a lot, but it's not a lot. It's not insane numbers. Um, and it's actually almost, hum- it's almost kind of, of yeah, it almost is, is nice to see, like, I idolize these, idolize these people and um, they're this big rather than idolizing the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I don't know why I picked them of anyone. <clears throat> I could be idolizing Taylor Swift. Imagine if that was your influence. Imagine, like, Taylor Swift is my biggest influence. That's who I idolise. And not just her music, but her level of fame. That's, that's real success. 
Um, but she's the biggest fucking artist in the world. You, there's no, there is no competition, and it's the most impractical um, dream to to have. Um, but yeah, Spotify wrapped up. Spotify wrapped up, and I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at my numbers, um, which are not big. They're very very small numbers, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Um, I had someone message me after the gig and say that inspired me. I want to do that. I would like to try rapping. I would like to try. And they're already a writer, right? So like they're going to fucking kill it. They've already skipped the first giant hurdle of actually being able to write something. Um, But they said they wanted to rap. And I'm like, that's that has to be the single best compliment I could possibly ever receive is if anything that I do makes people want to do not what I necessarily do. They just want to do stuff. Um, I think that's why I do this. That's why I enjoy doing this podcast because I want to... That's why I do Vibe Union as well. Like, I I just like people doing shit and I want to encourage people to do more shit. But then there's those momentary... Um, uh, yeah, brain um, <coughs> spirals of self-involvement, which is fine. You're an artist. You're allowed to be self-involved. Like you're, it's a, it's a weird solo venture that is hard to measure, but is measured anyway in many different ways. Um, and, (laughs) and yeah, you want to be successful and you want to hit as many ears as possible. You want to get as big of an impact as possible. Um, but why are you measuring it like that? And, and you just want to be you want to be happy you want to be uh content with the um with the turnouts that you do get the people that you do get um which now i am like after that after some time i think that was yeah like it was those first two days. It was those first two days. And it's also just overwhelming. So I think that's probably more it, right? Um, I was also hungover as fuck um, the day after. So <clears throat> that certainly didn't fucking help. But um, there's an overwhelming bombardment of emotions, of uh, pride, of um, frustration, of uh, massive self-doubt. La, 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 la. And in fact, that's how you kind of work. That, that was a thought that really cropped up. Oh, yeah, but I was going to say, but like now I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. Now I'm feeling, I'm super fucking proud of the gig. I am uh, super happy with the turnout. It is the biggest turnout that I have ever had to a gig to see me. Um, and I had these people in my band smiling at me and having a great fucking time. And I was like, that's... I mean, that should be enough even. Like, that's a dream come true. I look over at them and see their smiling faces and see that they're fucking... And they're stank faces. They're getting down. They're like, oh, this is tasty. I'm like, yes. Holy shit. That's a good fucking feeling to to make other artists on stage with you happy uh, and excited for the gig that is happening and the next gig that's coming. That's fucking cool as hell. Um, <clears throat> but it got me thinking, I guess, like... In that scenario as well, like you're you're going into it with these expectations because you're also trying to combat <laughs> the crippling self doubt <laughs> um, that 
I mean, I have the thought. I have the thought constantly up there. Um, no, not up there. Once I'm on stage, I'm fine. Prior to being on stage and post being on stage, uh, I have the thought of, um, of these artists, these these band members of mine. They're good. These are these guys are good. I am shit. I am terrible, and I am. I don't understand why they're playing with me. They could have had better MCs up here. Um, I rapped with better MCs on stage. I was like, why aren't these guys the fucking leaders? Why are these guys... Why Why isn't this band playing with these MCs? Which I know is bullshit. And also, I, I, I actually know that I did a good job. I know that I did a good job uh, as a band leader. Um, and I, I can even... I think I can quantify why, because I think I've just been in bands for a long time. And I think I'm, I'm good at um, not... Overly, which is funny for this episode, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, overly stressed about live performance. I, I can kind of slip into it and just be like, yeah, we're gonna do something. We're gonna do something. Uh, as much as it kind of freaks me the fuck out, um, especially with things like freestyle. And I've spoken about that before, but like especially things like freestyle, you know, you don't know what you're gonna do, but like I'm like, well, how bad can it be? Except for that time recently, where I was too drunk to do anything. That was fucking stupid. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but I had, yeah, I had the, the thought after the gig of like, there's so much self doubt leading up to the gig. And so all of this expectation is hoping to counter that. Um, you want to feel this huge wave of success to counter that. I, um, and I, it got me to the line of like, um, let me, let me see, let me, I mean, not, I don't want to misquote myself. <laughs> um, waiting, you're waiting for everyone to see how good you are. That was the initial line, and I don't think that's true. Um, I guess because you know we're we're social creatures. We're putting out this material. We're putting out this material. Um, putting out anything, anything you do. There's part of you, I assume. <laughs> this is lit. No. Um, I'm hedging my statements. I believe this. I do believe this. I think anything we put out there into the world creatively, as we are social creatures, part of us, I'm not saying it's a big part, but a small part of us, a little voice in us, is basically screaming out into the black void, please look at me and like me. Please look at me and like me. Please accept me. Please tell me that I'm real. Please make sure that I never die. <laughs> I was watching um, uh, Steve-O of Jackass fame on a show um, on uh, Mythical Kitchen yesterday doing um, final uh, last meal. And um, they sit down, they have a meal, the, what they would have, what the guests would have for their, for their final meal. And uh, talk about death. And, and, um, and I really liked what he said about... Um, the that uh, humans are just um, fuck. What was the goddamn setup for it, motherfucker? <laughs> that um, humans are constantly grappling with the fact that they're gonna die. We're here to grapple with our own mortality, and um, and we do. But but it's the universal truth. The one thing that unifies us all um, is that we're gonna die. And um, <clears throat> a lot of what we do is to try and grapple with that and to then um, hope that we live on in some capacity. And the examples he gave were having kids. 
you know, having kids so that part of you lives on. Or, um, or what he does is filming so much content, so much stuff, so that part of him lives on. And it's not. This is not entirely like this is not. Uh, I, I don't think he was speaking in a way like this is the only fucking reason. And I'm not saying that either with with what I'm with with this part. But I think that it, it, there is an element of that. I think there is a voice in us that is is screaming out. <clears throat> I'm scared. I'm alone. Please. Look at me, like me, accept me, and don't let me die. <laughs> um, this, yeah, these things that we create will live on past us. But it's like that comment. It's like that uh, that concept of um, you die twice. You die um, when your body, um, you die when you die, and then you die again when somebody says your name for the last time. Come where come where I heard that. Um, but I think that holds true to the art that we create. I was thinking about that with Wrapped Up, actually. I was thinking about that with, um, like, there's artists. <laughs> um, <clears throat> history goes back a long way. <laughs> history goes back a long way. And how many uh, Taylor Swifts are there out there in history um, that will never be heard again, that we do not remember, that yeah, is lost Entire civilizations have been lost. Um, there is times when, yeah, <laughs> not only someone's name was said the last time, but their entire family lineage was forgotten. Their entire um, society, their entire culture was lost. Um, and so, yeah, part of us is, uh, but in terms of creating stuff, in terms of putting things out there as a creative um, especially in uh, if if you're comparing yourself to, to other artists, then yeah, you're hoping each release is the one. <laughs> each release, this one, this is the one that people will realize that I'm good. That will blow me up. That will that will um I'm gonna be famous after this one. And if you say it out loud, just like I have, then you understand that it's insane. It's um it's super unreasonable. And there's also no limit to that. Like, there is no one time when you're like, oh, now I'm famous. Now I'm good. Now I'm good. There will always be another level. <clears throat> I guess unless you're Taylor Swift. <laughs> but then I'm sure uh, Taylor Swift and anyone else who reaches a, a certain level of fame is always like, oh, well, they're comparing themselves to others still. I'm sure they're like, well, I might do the numbers, but have I released, uh, uh, have I released the album that, you know, that defines a generation. I don't know yet. Do I need? Oh fuck! I gotta make another one because this one's not good enough. <clears throat> um, and so I realize that yeah, uh, you're waiting for everyone to see how good you are. And I realize that's wrong. I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting for myself to know how good I am. <laughs> I'm waiting for myself to believe I'm good. I'm not waiting for anyone else to believe I'm good. I'm waiting for myself to believe that I'm good. Um, I'm waiting for that self-doubt to go, uh, and I'm hoping with each release, um, that it will disappear. And I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I don't think it, I don't think I want it to either. I don't think I want it to. How many times, you know, we, as much as like, um, confidence is good. Confidence is good. Um, but then when you scoff at someone like, 
uh, and I'm talking old Kanye, obviously. You know, with Kanye the uh, Kanye the musical artist, <laughs> not Kanye the fucking um, yeah political dumb mouthpiece. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we all scoffed at his um, his ego, and maybe that's where you have to get to for that to truly disappear. But I just I can't believe that that goes away at that point either. Um, I don't know. I guess you just, um, I guess it's, I guess, um, yeah, I don't think it disappears. I don't think, I don't think that crippling self-doubt is ever going to go away. But I guess you learn to focus on the parts that you do believe you're, you, you're good at, <laughs> that you're killing it at. Um, because even, even as the record was coming out, I was like, this could be a lot better. I've got better material on the way. I've written better material, which I don't know if is true. <laughs> I've got, uh, I'm very happy with the material that I've written for the band that's going to come out at some stage that we're working on. Um, but I'm wondering if like, do I just like that more because it's new or do I actually think it's better? I mean, it's newer. So I'm hoping that I have gotten better as a writer within that short period of time even. But um, um, I'm sure that once it comes out, I'll have written something else. And I go, oh, but this one's better. This one's better. I'll, well, now I have to put this one out. And I think that's... Um, it's probably a good drive forward. It's probably a good drive forward. To not, I mean, you don't want to be depressed. You don't want to fucking listen to everything you've ever done and go, this is shite. And I am terrible. Because that is hard. And it is... Um, <sighs> yeah, it's crippling, uh, and you want to enjoy it, and, and, and I enjoy the process of doing stuff a lot, I've spoken, again, I've spoken about that, I really just enjoy the, the, the creation part, uh, I enjoy packaging things, but like, yeah, but, uh, then getting to the point when you're like, you're putting it out, that's rough, that's rough, there's a mixed bag of emotions, and I definitely feel the, um, the, I just want the the feeling of just like I just want this out. I just want this out and done. I don't want to think about this anymore, um, which is difficult because then you, um, as a small artist, you the the marketing happens post release because <laughs> you can't do like pre save my shit. Like fucking get excited for my new album. Like a few friends and family will go, like, yeah, cool. I'm no, I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, um, but then. Really, the thing is you have to drive it home after it's out when people can actually listen to it. But then by the time it's out, you're like, well, I'm kinda, I kind of want to move on to the next thing. Um, but I do, I do, uh, I think I do enjoy the, that sense of like, yeah, the next one's better. The next one's going to be better, so I better get to fucking work on that one because I don't want this to be the last thing I put out. <laughs> I want the next one to be the last thing I put out. And then that one to be the, you know, and on and on it goes. Mm. Yeah, weird mixed bag, weird mixed bag of emotions. Um, but as uh, as the week has gone on, um, as talking to a few people about it, um, uh, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better about it. Um, and I know it was a really fucking cool gig. And I am... Yeah, so fucking grateful for the people that come out and 
yeah, show me a lot of love and show me a lot of support. It's um, it's fucking amazing, and it is very um, reassuring and energizing and heartwarming. Um, and I hope that that little voice that says more, yeah, you fucking suck. You're not very good. I hope that guy shuts up. I hope he shuts the fuck up. I don't think he's going to, though. I don't think he's going to. But um, it's just part of it. Maybe it's just part of it. Maybe it's just part of it. But there's got to be little things we can do. I don't actually really have a proper answer to this one. This one's more just because um, I felt bad that I felt that. And so I imagine other people will feel that when they release stuff as well. And, they, yeah, I think uh, we all feel that. Probably about fucking anything. It doesn't have to be releasing stuff. Um, even, um... <laughs> I was thinking about that with my birthday. My birthday is coming up, actually. Um, only a couple of days now. I'll be bloody 30 years old. And um, I can't stand... This one's going to be fucking sick. I'm very excited to... I'm very excited for this birthday. It's a very, very small group of people. I've put together just the tiniest list of people. And uh, we're just going to go have some drinks <laughs> out in the country at my mum's place because she's got a nice big house. But I was thinking that, like, um, I think that's probably the reason why fucking throwing parties sucks or having your birthday fucking sucks because... It's, it's so hard, nigh impossible to not have expectations, to not think, oh, it's going to be a good birthday, it's going to be a big one, and all these people are going to come and celebrate me. And then there's a couple of people who don't show up, and you're like, oh, motherfuckers, why didn't you come? Do you hate me? Do you not, do you not love me? Oh, Jesus. Um, and then you feel bad that you feel bad about that, because you're like, oh, but these people came, and, but why am I thinking about this one person? And then you, yeah, you feel shit that you feel shit. And then that just spirals. Um, but I, yeah, I, you're allowed to have those conflicting emotions. You're allowed to have those conflicting emotions. You're allowed to both be thrilled for yourself, excited for yourself, um, feel like you deserve it. You're allowed to feel um, proud and loved by those that do support and do come to your birthday and do all of these other things. But then... You're allowed to also, at the same time, have a conflicting thought, complete opposite. Part of your brain's going, yeah, but you're really shit, and no one loves you. I don't know why I keep doing like a weird John Lennon. <laughs> um, yeah, those those uh, those voices exist at the same time. It's so silly that yeah. I don't know, uh, obviously, we have conflicting thoughts. <coughs> about many things in our lives and they exist exactly the same time and um, I think that we feel like we have to choose one or the other is that a silly comment? I don't know I feel it I definitely feel it right now I feel it right now about the release um, I think the birthday's going to be chill as fuck I keep it that way because I, I can't handle those conflicting thoughts when it comes to that kind of shit um, there's too many expectations when it comes to birthdays, or even fucking New Year's Eve, you know, anything like that, anything like that that's like, this one's going to be huge, and it's not, and you're like, oh, Jesus, no, I had a good time, 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 no, I didn't have a good time, am I a bad person because I didn't have a good time, oh, fucking Jesus, chill out, mate, <laughs> all right, that's the episode, that's the episode, 
God, I never fucking know if these are good. <laughs> Every single time I listen, I, I, I think about, I'm, I just do a quick like recap in my head of like, oh, was that was that terrible? Oh, not terrible. Was just that like was that just a rambling mess? It's like I've never listened to these podcasts before. That's the whole fucking point. Um, this is in the back of my head podcast. Um, what are your conflicting thoughts today? <laughs> Let me know in the comments. Um, DM me. I don't know. <laughs> and support me on Patreon if you want to. I wouldn't. Um, I'll talk to you later, mate. I'll fucking see you next Thursday. Yeah.